all right. It's working. I don't know what happened. I do. What? All it took is one touch. One touch. One touch publishers. Oh, boy. Well, it's Monday morning, and uh, another wonderful day. Headed off to our wonderful jobs that we're so thankful for. Um, and, um...
there go the printing presses, and here's a trillion more dollars flooding the world's economy. So now, not only are we $20,000 further in debt, but the money that we have is worth less than it was yesterday. The paper money that we have yesterday. The paper money that we have. So, it's just absolutely crazy. What do you think about it, Joe? I think that, uh, well, you know, they lowered our uh, credit rating. Who's they? I don't know, Standard & Poor's. See? Lowered, yeah. They. It's all their fault. That's exactly right. They lowered our credit rating. They are the ones responsible for America no longer having the AAA best credit rating because they decided to lower it. It's all part of them. Remember, like Pink Floyd said, us and them. Well, they're the ones that are in front of so, so the, the federal government, the fact that they're spending more than they take in, is, is, has nothing to do with it. It's, it's somebody else's fault. Well, clearly, according to them, it must be. Oh, because okay. if they felt any compunction at all to take control of the matter or that they were responsible, they'd stop spending. All you got to do is stop spending. I mean, really. There's a, they, Now, here's the, the they is actually part of we and us because the... I mean, you hear all this stuff on the news about the devastating effects on the world economy that that, that it would have, have if, if we stopped doing this and how millions of Americans would suddenly die of starvation if we suddenly cut this program or all the horrible, mean, nasty, terrible things that would happen. But you know what? They're going to happen anyway. This is, keep in mind that this is complete knee-jerk redneckism, but, oh well, somebody needs to say it to start some kind of conversation besides all the, the talking heads on television that are in, in, in the newspaper and magazines that seem to talk about the same, all the Sunday morning news programs that they talk about the same stuff over and over because there's intellectual intensity and we discuss and we discuss and we discuss and yet nothing ever happens but we all feel better we've just stroked ourselves and and they all feel better and they get to keep their really high-paying jobs and Congress gets to keep its high-paying job with perks that you and I are funding but in the meantime nothing has happened so back to my knee-jerk redneckism you know what? If 80%, and is that the correct number, or 60% of our every dollar, tax dollar, goes to Social Security, or or the 80% goes to the social program, I have an idea. Let's cut them. I'm sorry. Yes, it's going to be terrible. It will be horrible for some people. And some people will not get the services. But so, it's not a matter of so what. It's just a matter of... It's going to happen in a few years. Maybe, if we're lucky, it'll take that long. It'll all blow up in our face anyway. Right now, we have the we have control. Right now, we have the, at least the illusion of control where we can do something. We can try something. But instead, keep running down the path. Pulls. Instead of, of, of slowing down, we're speeding up. And I got news for you. When you're drunk and you're... you're 
riding down a country road at night and you're speeding up, you're going to run into a tree. It's just going to happen. You're going to run into a tree or run into somebody else or roll the vehicle. And that's what's going to happen to us unless we just stop. You know, I mean, really and truly, you go to the store, you try to spend money you don't have. What do they tell you? No thanks. Sorry. So that means this week, if I really want that, then I gotta not spend it on something else. Yeah. So that's what we have to do. If we really want that, whatever that is, we gotta stop spending it on this. So I think you're proposing a radical concept, and I'm not sure the government, American government, is ready for it. That's the concept of actually spending what you make. Well, you know what, though? I, I disagree. Because I'll go back to the same thing. Um, I think the American government is ready for it. Because the American government is who? It's you and me. Yes. It's just a matter of getting the right, the right catalyst, the right leadership to just do what's got to get done. I'm very hopeful that there is further new blood coming into Washington that will just say stop the madness. I'm hoping that, that people like you and me and our neighbors will see this, the same hope and sense in that message and just stop the madness. When, when spend what you make, exactly what you Spend what you make because what government makes is what we, the people, by the people, of the people, for the people, give them. Whether it's our freedom, our liberty, or our dollars, and unfortunately, we have given them, given them, them being ourselves, the people that we've elected, the, the machine that we put in place, we've given it too much. We need somebody else pushing the button, somebody else pulling the lever, somebody else with, with just enough sense to say, you know, I might not know what I'm doing. I might not be cutting the right places, but I do understand that if I don't have it, I can't spend it. And so therefore, we're not going to spend it. We're going to spend on our national defense. We're going to spend on our infrastructure. And here, you guys keep this. This is yours. You go invest. You go start a new business. You create the new job. That's not what we're good at. We're not going to do it. So, well, so how do you get out of debt? I don't know. I'm horrible at that. I'm not the right person to ask about that. However, <laughs> there are those in this country that are. Okay. So I can't talk about that. I can just give you knee-jerk redneck <laughs> What do you, what do you, so, so you're, if I understand what you're saying, you think that a new new blood, a new person, that someone who hasn't been in Washington maybe that long, which was the case with wasn't Mr. Obama in in, uh, in the Senate for a couple of years and then he was an up and coming star regardless. Yeah, but he doesn't count because he didn't he didn't think like I wanted him to. It's got to be somebody who thinks like that. Oh, okay, but if you bring new blood in, say well, I'll tell you like, what. I'll tell you what, though. Hang on a second. If you listen to Mr. Obama's, uh, what was it, the Memorial Day speech? Uh-huh. I think it was Memorial Day. I might be getting my days wrong. But he, he gave a speech not too long ago that my wife was crazy about. She made me read it and listen to it. 
and that was just about, if, if that's the only information I'd had about him before the election, I'd voted for him. So, I mean, he he shows signs of not being exactly everything. It's just, you know what, I guess on the one hand, at least he's trying something. I don't think it's right, the whole health of Obamacare and all that kind of mess. He's going the wrong direction with it. You know what, what, what we need? is just enough people or enough loud voices up there to shine the flashlight. Just to shine the flashlight and cause enough trouble to make somebody else say, hey, wait a minute. I mean, like the pork that's in the health care bill. There has nothing to do with health care. For somebody to stand up and say, you know, I'm not going to sign this because on page 32 it says that constituents in your in your district get a new gym for the homeless kids. That's a worthwhile thing. That's that's a nice thing, but it's got no place in the health care bill. Let's get rid of that. You can introduce that under some other legislation. I promise you, I won't put it in mine either. And you know what? By the way, this health care legislation is calling for several billion dollars that we don't have. So we need to just pare it down to what we do have, and then let's start the conversation on but, merits. But if we if we don't have what we need right now, how are we going to have $900 billion or whatever it is, $900 million or trillion, whatever, for this health care? How are we going to have that? And Well, we're not. That's my point, is if you want that, you can't play the magic with numbers of we're going to cut what we're spending. I said we're, we're going to we're going to cut what we propose. Here's the deal. Here's here's what typically happens. For the sake of discussion, let's bring bring numbers into something that we can all understand. My monthly my monthly income is a thousand dollars a month. Or tell us that my monthly income is two thousand dollars a month. Therefore, I should spend how much? Well, according to Dave Ramsey, you should spend 800 Oh, very good, sir. I mean, very good. 10% to charitable giving, 10% to uh, savings, okay. and then you live on $800. All right. Except, though, we're going to take the charitable, charitable giving out of the government. So we're gonna, we don't have to save that 10%, because that 10% is furthermore going to stay in your pocket and my pocket so that we can give 15%. Or 20% charitable giving because we're going to be giving 10% anyway. If we have an extra 10% that we're giving to the government to give charitably, uh uh, that's that's bad. Or you know what, okay, maybe it goes to the International Red Cross. I mean, for, for humanitarian aid to other countries, okay, maybe we'll stay with that. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. Sorry, I'll pull back off. So we're, yeah, so it would be $800. Very good. I was so hoping that you were going to get it. Okay, so it's $800 a month. Uh -huh. That's what should be happening, but instead of that, we're actually going to be borrowing another $1,000 to make our budget work, because we have to have this for all those programs. But you know what? We're cutting our spending, so we're not going to borrow $1,000. We're only going to borrow $1,700. We're going to only borrow an extra $700 to our budget. Now $700, so we've saved $300. We've just saved you $300. Now that's pretty darn good, isn't it? It's pretty good. I've cut taxes. I've done what I said I was going to do. We've done, but that's that's the crazy part. Is no, we haven't haven't cut anything at all. 
silly to talk about spending spending nine hundred billion dollars or cutting that to say so it's only six hundred billion dollars okay if you're bringing if right now let's say we're not even in debt let's say we're just breaking even we're say we've got a balanced budget and if our budget is balanced and we want to spend nine hundred million dollars then where's that got to come from it's got to come from somewhere else in the budget. We got to cut 900 billion dollars from someplace else. Yeah. Because we're not, we don't have any more income. We're not going to tax people anymore. Why not? We're the government. We can do what we want. Yes, we can. But no, no, no. We're the government. We, the people, by the people, for the people. We're the government. We're not going to tax ourselves anymore for that type of thing. In fact, the government's not even going to be involved in a health care legislation proposal because that's not the government's job. Think how much. You want to save $900 million? That's the government's government's job because we gave it to them. That's exactly right. When you look at how many people are in the government doing nothing except filling out this form, that form, the other form, I'll tell you what was interesting. This is interesting. Are the forms, as I've told you, our oldest son is getting to go on a submarine excursion with the United States Navy. As I'm filling out the forms, what are the forms? Well, it's saying that we understand accidents can happen. It's saying it's a whole basic, whole harmless liability form. Then one that says he can get his picture taken. And as I'm filling out these forms, I'm wondering, what's going to happen to this form? Where's this going? Is anybody even going to look at this form? But the fact is, somebody came up with that form. Somebody else had to email that form. Somebody else has to fill it out and send it back. Somebody else has to see, oh, yes, they filled out the form. And then put it in a little file cabinet, whether it's an electronic file cabinet or a piece of metal sitting in the corner. There's going to be the form. That's just one little old form, or just a couple little old forms. You, you, you multiply that by 
several thousand people and departments and government services and you and you realize all the all the waste that exists inside our government local and and in this case federal and uh, I just don't know what what you can do which is part of the reason why we're discussing this you know getting the debt limit raised so they can borrow more to do what well to provide social services but oh. I, I I don't think I mean, the way that Washington, in Washington, okay, let's get down to it. The, the politicians in Washington have gotten to a point where they don't, they care very little about their constituents. What they care about is protecting their jobs and their and and their their fat pensions and all the stuff that goes along with that. Which you and I pay for. So I'm gonna say that. Sure, there will be people that can probably do a better job on things like this than our current government is doing, but I, I don't know that there's anybody that's going to have a magic marker to make this just change and go away. Why not? What is so because different What is so different about, quote, the government than you and me? You got one week. You got a paycheck coming in. Are you going to be able to, to debate about it and talk to your wife about it and get together all the people in the community and talk about it so that you can come up with more money to spend that you ain't got? Or are you going to have to live with what you got? You have to live okay, with what now you got. Why, so why does the government... So you, but but you have this because list. Of, you have this list of planned purchases. You have this list of things that your family needs. I'm not talking about wants. I mean, yes, okay, you, but there are things you want, but there are things you want to stay healthy, stay productive, stay safe. These are things that you want, that you need, but you don't have enough money to cover them. What are you going to do? You going to go buy them anyway? No. Why not? Because you don't have the money. Well, so what? You can go, just go sweet talk them. You can do it, but and you can't. Work. What are you going to have to do? You're going to have to take a pen and you're going to have to go through the paper and say, I can't do this this month or this week. I can't do this. I can't do this, but I can do this, 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 and this. And you're going to have to live with it, right? Mm -hmm. What would happen? Why would the why would it be so catastrophic for the government to do that? For the federal government to do that? But then all the kids aren't going to get their hot lunch at school because. Well, why not? The the parents should be will be saving taxes that they're not paying in. They can fix their own lunch. Or hey, I got an idea. Maybe the churches could step up and step forward. And the people like the present administration. It's intended we're just shining a light on it, right? I believe between the Obamas and the Clintons, together they gave a combined something like 8 to 9% charitable giving on their 04 taxes, whatever the last tax, whatever the last election was, and everybody had to show Andy up and lay theirs on the table and show what they were giving, that that's the amount of money that they gave to charity. Mm -hmm. Well, if you're not giving it to the government to give to charity, that means you can give it to charity yourself. You want to feed children is a honorable, good thing. We don't have to not do that anymore. Yeah. But you can't put my wife Bastiat's laws. My wife's reading Bastiat, where and it's false philanthropy, where if you take from somebody else to give to somebody else, regardless 
the motive, no matter how good. You know what it's called? It's called plunder. You can't take, I can't take from you to give to that homeless guy. Regardless of if that homeless guy just got homeless, laid off, no job, his kids got to go to the doctor. I, I can't take it. If I take it from you and give it to him to go to the doctor, aside from me being a scuzz bucket instead of just giving it out of my pocket, I've just stolen from you. I'm no better than Jack Sparrow and the rest of that murdering, thieving, whoring, rioting, looting, raping, pillaging, plundering. Plunder! There's that word again. Oh, gee. Bunch of people that Disney promotes as heroes. So, why can't the government just take its nice little pen out and say, I can't spend that this week? <laughs> they can. Oh, but people get laid off. People... Yeah, and you know what? Yeah, and I hope I'm not one of them, but I hope the rest of us will step up to the plate somehow and try to take care. I mean, prolonging it's not going to do any good. It's absolutely not. It's putting it off, putting it, putting it off. You know, it's by the time anyway. the government, by the time the government, you talk about creating jobs, which would help, which is a good thing, but you talk about creating jobs, and you know, by the time the government gets through all the stuff it does, to create one job, one job that pays, say, $20,000 a year, they've spent over $500,000. Now, now, is I, that right? Is that accurate? Well, that, that up? no, that's, that's a lot of, that's a big difference. It is a big difference, but by the time they stimulate the economy and, and do yeah, this... Yeah, but I mean, is, is that, are they, is anybody else going to come up with those figures besides you, or is that the right, I mean, is that... Ah, fairly close. Okay. Not exact, they don't that's have all right. data We're exact, not going to hold you to it, I'm just holding you to it. But, you know, most of the time this, these things are just pure rhetoric anyway, so. But Makes sense. Anyway, okay. check it out. You'll see that it costs the government an exorbitant amount of money in in, in ratio to what it gets. You know, yes. it, you know, you, you want to get a guy a job at Carl's Jr.'s, it pays $20,000 a year, whatever. Uh, it's going to cost them a whole lot more money than $20,000 a year. Well, but then, that, yeah, when you take in particularly the life counseling and the yeah after-school programs and all that kind of stuff. Yes. You know, it just isn't going to work. It's going to work. It doesn't, doesn't make any sense. And if we continue to do that, we're going to continue having these debates. All right, so what do we do? A, well, we go back to what what we do. Which is? Don't spend it if you don't got it. And I tell you what you need to do to get back some of the money. Yeah, you need to get a cutback. I mean, all these legislators, government employees have perks beyond perks, and you got you got the unions running every. You know, I mean, the postal union and all the people that are involved in that. And uh, you know, there are, there are a lot of government. I mean, I'm not saying there aren't. Ardent government workers who do great jobs at what they do, but there are a lot of perks and things that they get because they're government workers. I I I think that some of those need to be looked at and and I mean why should if I'm paying Senator Pelosi or Representative Pelosi or Senator whoever you know two hundred thousand dollars a year. Why should I pay, on top of that, 
another fifty thousand dollars a year for her to have a private driver. Well, because they're underpaid and they're servants. See, that's the, well, a the servant, thing the public sector. A servant you don't, you, don't get, you don't get paid lots of money. You, you get it made up for in the services that you get paid. Which makes no sense. Well, you can't, you know, you can't tell me you can't, make, you can't make, you can't live on $200,000 a year. Joe, my goodness. What do you expect from these poor people? I mean, she has to keep a home in Washington. She has to have someplace to stay in Washington. She has to have, be able to, to live at home. I mean, you got to be able to keep their businesses running. Oh, that's right. We're paying for both of those, aren't we? Because yeah. they're business expenses. Oh, I forgot. So where does the servant come into this? Where does the serve come into these jobs? That's what I but so what in the meantime, what do we do? How do we, we do? What, what do we do about it besides? Well, we... Because, well, remember we the name of the show is Solving the World's Problems in 45 Minutes, not just bitching about them. So, but we hadn't had our full 45 minutes, so I'm going to no, have solve squat this morning. We well, we I think that. what we can do, Bob, is say that, okay, we can, we can vote, we can make our voices heard, let the government know our our displeasure with what's going on, but we we can't outside of that affect what they do. It, it, you know, I mean, we can vote against them for them, whatever. But what we need to do really to to really solve the world's problems, yeah. the world problems start at your house and at mine. That's exactly and right. We need to not spend more than we make. That's right. We need to live on 80% of what we make, save a hun uh, save 10%. I like that. Live on 80, save 100. You that's, got that's it. Where you're now you sound like Washington. Uh -huh. Okay, so what you're really saying is we all need to pick up our guitars and play, just like yesterday, and then get on our knees all and pray. my troubles seem so far away. But then get on our knees and pray that we don't get fooled again. Yeah. And to do something right. Joe, I must say that perhaps we didn't solve, but we've come up with some decent suggestions. We're moving in the right direction, and now here we are. And we have a whole other set of things to solve and work on. This is just so exciting. But in the meantime, the I think our audience has grown to nine now. No, we were at 12, so now we're at 13. Um, for those who are interested, who in the world would support this kind of rhetoric in the morning on a Monday morning going to work? Who who is who who is the one responsible for bringing us to Oh well the person responsible is uh, One Touch Publishers graciously offered their uh, support in uh, in our endeavors as long as we uh, see true to who they are and, and Bob can you tell me who they are? Well, it's best summed up in one line. What's the one line, Bob? One line, one book, one life, one touch. One touch. All right. Well, until next time, uh, we'll we'll be here again tomorrow morning. Join us again, and we will discuss and solve another problem our world faces in 45 uh, minutes. In 45 minutes, or well, almost all that. <laughs>
It depends on if the recorder works. Exactly. <laughs> if everything's working, there's no technical yeah, difficulties. We really got our 45 minutes. All nine of you will be able to listen to us again tomorrow no, 13. morning. 13. 13. Okay, 13. So hopefully we'll grow. And I think we will. So we have solved the world problems in 32 minutes and 7 seconds. That's impressive. And we're good. <laughs> we're good.